Tate Publishing and Enterprises, along with Tate Out Loud Audiobooks, presents Nobody. Written by Christopher R. Maddox and narrated by Joshua Kilborn. Chapter 1 A big white and red double-decker bus is leaving the station and accelerating onto the highway. All the small white cabs screech and honk at the bus as it cuts them off. Black exhaust fills my view as the bus driver presses hard on the metal below his worn leather boot. He is an old sour man. His eyes are glowering, black and without feeling. He cuts off another couple of cabs and a micro as he accelerates and moves the stick down into second gear. He didn't get much sleep last night since he had to do a double shift. Yesterday he drove the road from Camiri to Santa Cruz, getting in at one in the morning, and now again at nine he is heading back. His face is disgusting and shriveled, and one side of his mouth is packed with soggy coca leaf. He takes a roundabout and then holds his hand out to his helper to hand him some bicarbonato. Opening the compartment door, I enter the long hallway and see rows of double seats on either side until the rear. One lady is arguing about sitting by the window, pointing to the seat number on her ticket and comparing it to the picture of a window by her number. The other person pretends this isn't important, sitting his fat belly on his lap, slowly sipping his bag of lukewarm soda through a plastic straw. A young girl is on her cell phone, making a quick call to her parents to tell them she has gotten on the bus okay, and that she will see them soon. Halfway down the rows, I see a young boy with light skin listening to some music on his headphones. A strange sight indeed. A fat woman is across from him, squishing a smaller man against the wall. But he doesn't complain. It is his wife, to his bad fortune. He just grabs the edges of his small sweater and covers himself from the cold air coming through the broken window. The atmosphere on the bus is relaxed. The woman who wanted the window seat couldn't get the man to move, so she called the helper boy from the cabin, and he moved the man to the aisle seat. Many people are huddled in their blankets, with their eyes half-closed, trying to find some sleep as the old tires roll on monotonously over the black asphalt. The young gringo has stretched out his seat, and has his music blaring to the sound of U2. A quiet sigh is heard, and some eyes stare at the ceiling as an indigenous boy walks into the passenger compartment and begins to sing a song in his high, squeaky voice. He appears to be only eleven or twelve years old. The fat woman rolls over and further crushes her hapless husband, trying not to listen to the boy. The small black eyes of the child see the rejection, but he has seen it so many times before that he continues with his song, unabated. The white boy turns the voice of Bono up louder and stares out the window, watching the multitude of appealing signs and vulgar pictures fly by. Everyone knows that the boy will sing his little song, then pass around his dirty brown hat asking for money. And just so, when the boy finishes his song, he walks down the aisle and all the way back up again. But there's not a cent in his hat. He looks down at it silently and reaches for the door to go out. The same story. Again. His story is the one we will follow. It seems odd that I, as your narrator, would choose the poorest and saddest of all of these characters to write about. Does it not? Well, answer me this. Is it the famous and the rich that merit the most attention? Is it the people who already have a family 
a home or a spouse that need affection. No, it is the invisible people that we need to see, the people begging to be loved, truly, if only for a moment. That is why I invite you to meet Juanito Gutierrez, a nobody.